Welcome to level 26 of the Sandbox Gamers podcast, your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thanks so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi-live anyway, from Southern California and on the line with me are my two best friends in the metaverse. Oh, no, no fancy uh, names this week in the script. It just says Vactor <laughs> and Jeff W, the always angry Jeff W. Yeah, there's exclamation. Vactor, you got to yell it. The always angry Jeff W was an improv. On <laughs> yeah. So oh, this is an improv intro now. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That part was just on the fly. Actually. Oh, Jeff, mm-hmm. right now the listeners can't see it, but he's got a King Kai halo above his head. So Jeff is King Kai this week. That's the Dragon Ball reference. I was that's my literally favorite about to say, "What the heck is King <laughs> Kai?" Are we going to talk is about that like Dragon Cobra Ball? Kai? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Factor just left. He He's got so mad he walked away his... from his mic. Oh my gosh, what is that? (laughs) Vactor is holding... He went to his closet. This is King Kai. And he's holding up a hoodie. Yes, with with, King Kai. With a... What looks like... It looks like the blue guy from Big Bad Beetleborgs wearing sunglasses. (laughs) The Elvis guy? (laughs) Yeah. Is that what King Kai is? It's a ripoff of Beetleborgs. So this is for the Wonder Robs of the world who are not dragon ball fans king kai made jeff angry so much so that he screamed at the top of his lungs when this is years ago we were talking about king kai because king kai has a planet that he lives on and goku goes and trains on this planet but the planet is like this big and so he has a car (laughs) and he drives the car the entire (laughs) length of the planet and jeff goes why does he need a car he could just run. Why does he need a car? And I laughed so hard. Remember you know, that anytime uh, Jeff is complaining about travel. Why yeah, do you need right. a car, Jeff? I'll always remember Jeff W. as the biggest King Kai fan. Uh, well, the biggest King Kai fan has the most pink eye. Oh. <laughs> okay, there was no actual joke in there. That just rhymed. <laughs> but I couldn't think of a punchline, so I just yeah. said the rhyme. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, your number one source for King Kai news. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If this is your first time listening, well, do yourself a favor. Hit the old subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening to us on. The Apple Podcast, the Spotify, the Pocket Cast, whatever. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate and review this podcast within the app. So why don't you do us a kindness and leave us some kind words or or some stars, five stars to be exact. And that'll help us move up the algorithm and, well, become the number one video game podcast in America. That's the that's the goal. We want to dethrone Jeff Kanata. And we want to dethrone Adam Sessler. Yeah. We want video game podcasts to be synonymous with the sandbox gamers well i guess it is but you know what i mean so thank you don't forget to do that 
We'll give you the the links to all our social media stuff at the end of the podcast, including our YouTube page where we're playing Let's Plays and all that good stuff. So, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Just in case you don't know what we do on this podcast, we like to talk all the latest video game news, and then we do a fun video game news lightning round. Then we talk about all the games we've been playing this week. But before we do any of that, since we're still technically a new podcast, we're only in the 26th level. We still like to have a little get to know you sesh at the beginning of the the pod. Now, usually I say something like, I don't read these questions because I'm special. Not this week. Mm -hmm. I actually came up with this question. So if it ends up being great, I just want to take all the credit. If it ends up being terrible, Jeff W. did it. (laughs) This week's Get to Know the Vidgets topic is what dead video game franchise do you think needs to make a comeback while playing video games? So I've got my answer locked and loaded because I made the question, but you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to give it to Vactor first. Vactor, what dead and gone video game franchise do you think needs to make a comeback? Well, luckily I have this answer ahead of Jeff W because... I got I'm like three, say, just FYI, but go that's ahead. That's okay. You can say three. We're, I'm gonna we're say, all friends here. Actually, I got three as well. All right, but say I'm going to say that my number one is Jeff W.'s favorite franchise of all time, Metal Gear. Ooh. If they could bring back Metal Gear, if we can get Kojima, and we got some Kojima news coming later in the show, mm-hmm. we can get him to come back and give us a modern day Metal Gear. That yeah. would be so good. I grew up on Metal Actually, I started with Metal Gear Solid, and then I went to yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2, and I would say that was my peak of the franchise. I was all in on Metal Gear Solid 2. I was playing that game almost every day. And then I slowly started to decline, but I never lost my love for the series and for the story and for Solid Snake. So I would like to see Metal Gear come back because it kind of... It's, it just slowly, slowly, slowly died off until Kojima left. And like I said, we have some Kojima news. Konami ruined it. Konami I've been following it. Kojima. Uh, but that's my number one. My number two, do you boys remember a little Japanese game called Onimusha? Oh, my gosh. Onimusha. Mm. Wow. Okay. That was that's a, a blast one. from the past. That was the first game I played on PlayStation 2. Yeah. Oh, they wow, did, really? Uh, they did a remaster in 2019, but let's get a brand new one, boys. Let's bring the franchise back because we already saw with uh, what was that other Japanese game that uh, was was huge recently? Um, they're doing like a movie on it or a, a TV show. Uh, oh, I believe you're thinking of oh the uh, PlayStation one. Yeah. Um, crap. You know what I'm talking about? Samurai Michigan. Showdown. Or <laughs> oh, Sam- that- was it Samurai <laughs> Warriors? No, I did love Samurai Showdown. That game. Was it was Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. If yes. they could bring uh the the success of Ghost of Tsushima, you could bring back Onimusha. So let's get that. And then for my final one, boys, this is just a fun one for me. SSX. It's tricky to rock around. It was so fun going <laughs> down those slopes. <laughs> Let's bring that fun back because there's been hmm. a lot of those type of extreme sports titles in the last few years. And I actually got a chance to play one. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, but uh, none has has equaled the SSX. Yeah. I think Tony Hawk is number one. 
right. SSX is number two for me. And you know, and that that I feel like the like the genre, right? Like they have like Ali Ali, but there's mm-hmm. not and yeah, there are the right. skate games now. Like they have there's like three or four like ones like on Steam that are pretty big. But uh, yeah, all of those kind of died off, right? Like they stopped really doing Tony Hawk, like like real effort. Yeah, you know, they're pretty, right. pretty shitty. Um, and then yeah, the snowboarding games are pretty much non-existent. Like there's a couple like Ubisoft things out there, but that. But I feel like they're almost they're almost like new Madden games where they're almost too complicated. Like you really need to like make it arcadey and fun again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my dead franchises. Come on, bring them back. All right, good picks. Good picks. Does Metal Gear count as a dead franchise? When th- what's the last time they made a uh, Metal Gear Salt any game in the survive Metal Gear. Metal Gear Survive? So and that was not a Kojima game. That was a that was a Konami making a money grab after they kicked him out. So that was 2018. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because if you don't have Kojima, you don't have Metal Gear. It's not the same. Yeah, and even what they made there is not great. Like it's yeah, there's just not much uh, soul to that. It's like if uh, Bungie quit making Halo and then some other studio, (laughs) yeah, exactly, started making Halo. I get what you're saying. I like Infinite. What they should do is remaster all of those games and give them. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if you want to relaunch Metal Gear, just redo Ooh. all of them. Just, just remake Metal Gear Ghost Babe or yeah. Ghost Babble. Is it Ghost Babe or Ghost Babble? <laughs> I don't remember that. One. It's Babble. It, says, it, it looks Bob like Ghost Babe. I'm on the wiki. It says Ghost Babe, but <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is. I think you're reading the wrong. This is this is not Metal Gear. Is my why is uh, why is Solid Snake? Uh, he's got his wiener out. He's not uh, Solid like... Snake, but the snake's solid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I set him up. He knocks him down. That's my boy right there. I taught him everything he knows. All right, Jeff. <laughs> tell, uh, tell me yeah. what dead yeah. franchises jeff need to come back yeah you know I, I had three initially but i think i think if the, if rob doesn't mention the one of them i will come back to it after but i'll let rob talk i only it. have I think, one i think i know i think i know what it is but uh, i bet you you don't actually i'm gonna i'm gonna write it down on a piece of paper okay so you can go. i'll, I'm I'll let you that right that. now so for me uh i'm gonna say castlevania mainly because I feel like because they put they did the Netflix thing, right? Like it has a Netflix show, but they never like where's the game? Like we mm-hmm. I remember the Castlevania for number one for me is like the music in that game. I love all of that music. It's like uh, like the Pokemon games to me. Like you just start playing it and I, I just know. Um, so that would probably be my number one. And I, and I you know what I'd like would have liked to see them do would have been maybe maybe to take the franchise the way of like what these new devil may cry games are doing you know i feel like you could you know cut and paste and put castlevania on that Mm -hmm. and it would be like something that is very entertaining for me at least um so i'd say castlevania would probably be um my number my number one and then the other one that i'd bring back is one that is also about to get potentially some some video content on a platform would be uh twisted metal oh there's not many of those games right guys like you know you think about like think about like fun car games like really the for me the last one was burnout paradise one that was like you get on and i'm just like i'm having fun i'm not racing and you know the forza games have their place for sure but one that was like i really really loved i just i remember me and vactor playing that at launch and uh 
really loving burnout paradise like yes. how many hours we put on that how much fun we had with you know all of our friends and i bought the remake of that and it was not the same just, it, it was, not, just wasn't the same right it, didn't have you that. need the webcam you need everybody flipping each other off you need the like man those were some goodness, good times you know like all all that stuff was great um so i like to see twisted metal because there's just not a game like that like there's just you know i mean there, there are things out there like you know you could say like you know rocket league is kind of filling in a hole of like in terms of like destruction and stuff like that. but there's you know there's not something out there quite like twisted metal mm-hmm. and i'd like to see them uh see them do that one yeah my favorite part of twisted metal black is the beginning this the what is the song they play at the beginning uh, i'm trying to think you know my memory of twisted metal music is putting in Twisted Metal 3, you could put it into the CD player and it would play the Rob Zombie soundtrack. Oh, dang. You know? What? Yeah. I don't Just remember that. Little pro that was tip. a burnt CD you actually had. Nah, <laughs> nah, it, it had the black it had the black underside of the disc. <laughs> I already know. Okay, so Jeff thinks he knows. I wrote down my answer on the back of this card. Okay. So I want Jeff to say the game that he thinks I'm going to say needs to come back. Okay, so and if then I'm it's gonna turn not it this, I would be surprised. I'm going to say Splinter Cell. It's like a magic trick almost. Yeah. But except a magic trick that didn't work. <laughs> I wrote The Suffering. <laughs> oh, wow. Remember okay. The Suffering, you guys? Oh, wow. I have no memory of this game. What? <laughs> Let me look Google this Google it right now. <laughs> the Suffering. It was a... Um, there were two games, if I recall. And the Suffering came out, I mm-hmm. think, in like 2004. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I remember this cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was about yes. a guy who uh, went to prison. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the prison's like overrun by like demons and everybody who's gotten like uh-huh. the death penalty. Yes. There's like bad guys running around representing like lethal injection and bad guys representing the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> and all sorts of stuff and it was just like a survival horror action game this almost looks like uh uh for well for me i would have i would have compared it to to manhunt that rockstar game if you guys remember that mm-hmm. was like yeah sort of controversial yeah this looks more like horror-esque though maybe i must yeah. not have played this very much because i i remember the cover more than anything mm-hmm. oh man i was all about this game this game was dope um it got a third person shooter is that out of five it from me, not Adam Sessler. Uh, yeah, third person. <laughs> there third is person some shooter. There is some first person parts I'm looking at. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, mostly it's third person. Yeah, this is a weird ass looking game. Well, I'm a weird ass kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> so uh, that's all I can say. Uh, I know Splinter also, Cell. I was, I was about to say. I will also say Splinter Ooh. Cell. I knew that's what you were yeah. gonna say, uh-huh. but I, my answer. For number one was all the suffering i've been saying it for years make another suffering of course midway published it uh, and they're not around anymore um right yeah. the i'm looking at their their wiki right now so the suffering was made by surreal software which got merged with monolith productions Oh. And is owned by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, so they'll probably never make this game again. But yeah, still, yeah, they'll th- junk it. Yeah, do it. And yes, Jeff, I do wish they would make another Splinter Cell game. As a matter of fact, when I was driving home today, I was thinking about Splinter Cell. I don't know why, 
but I was, and I was remembering it. And it's just the sneaky, <laughs> sneaky, the sneaky, sneaky of it. Uh, it's top tier. It's top tier stealth action. Better than Metal Gear. Yeah, I said it. Well, I mean, we, we can all be wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm a, glad it's you opinions. accept being wrong, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you can be wrong. It's an yeah, opinion. It's okay. yeah, you can be wrong, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's called the, the Vactor tactic. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Look at him laughing. He loves it. <laughs> he loves seeing it in action. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, what? Hey, you listener, what dead uh, video game franchise should they bring back? Why don't you let let us know in uh in some sort of uh well, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> Leave it in a review. Tweet at us. Find us. We're everywhere. Just search the Sandbox Gamers or check the show notes. You'll find all the links. Ooh, that was good. Now I've been dying, boys, to say this because last <laughs> week I cannot believe <laughs> last week's episode. I forgot the most important catchphrase in our show. So now I'm going to say it. It's time to talk all the latest and greatest video game news because everybody knows Jeff W is always DTF <laughs> down to talk oh, the man. fun news. You know, you so, skipped it last week and I knew it and I just let it go. He just like, let it yep. go. That's some friend. friend. There goes Rob's baby right there. You know, I'm going to say it again, actually, to make up for last week. Everybody (laughs) knows Jeff W is always DTF. (laughs) Down (laughs) to talk. Fun news. And you know what? I just thought of this as I was saying that. I'm going to say it one more time because you know I'm going to forget it in the future. (laughs) Everybody knows. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. Everybody knows that Jeff W. is always DTF. Down to talk the fun news. So, Vactor, why don't you you satisfy Jeff W.'s carnal urges? Oh, yeah. Well, tell us about the video game news. There's a story that came out this week in an interview with MinMax, another video game podcast, which is very good. Avalanche Studios co-founder Christopher Sundberg said that they were in development for a couple of years on an Iron Man. Now, this is the uh, creators of Just Cause. They're working on an open-world Iron Man game Hmm. before Disney and Marvel canceled the game in about 2012. And there's, uh, uh, this is just now coming out. This is just coming to light 10 years later, boys. Uh, What do you think about an Iron Man open-world game where you would be able to take off and just fly anywhere? I know Rob loves open-world games. Think about... Think about the multiverse. There's a multiverse out there where us three are doing this podcast and we have played this game. The game's right. come and gone and we haven't even thought about it in years. Maybe this is the franchise that we would want to bring back. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> never know. <laughs> I would love an Iron Man open world game. Do you guys remember the Iron Man game that they made? Play- PlayStation uh, 3 maybe yes. or Xbox 360? Yes. I'm trying to recall it. Well, they had the VR thing. They had uh, an Iron Man two game in 2010, mm-hmm. and that was to promote the Iron uh, the second Iron Man movie. Uh, but Iron Man one also had a video game adaptation as well. I don't remember if the game I'm speaking of 
was its own game or it, I guess it would have had to have been an adaptation of the movies because I just don't recall there being multiple Iron Man games. I only remember the one, but I remember they put out a demo for it and the demo was like, you're in a big like Canyon Yes, and mm-hmm. there are like turrets yeah. coming out of the ground and they're shooting at you and you're flying all over the place, taking out stuff. And I remember loving it. I was like, this game is going to be the best game there could possibly be. And I played that demo into the dirt, man. Like I kept playing it over and over and over again. Hmm. And then they finally came out with the game and it was just not good. <laughs> I don't know what happened between the game or the demo in the game, but something happened and I was not happy with that game and I did not beat it. Mm. And that was one of my rare instances of uh, video game. What, what do you call it? Uh, buyer's remorse. Mm. Yeah, that was not a well-reviewed game. It came out in May of 2008 to coincide with Ooh. the first movie coming out. I remember that because... Uh, the manure. <laughs> I remember that. I was... <laughs> That's Pretty from much Hook, the- Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite Hook movie. Yes. <laughs> I was pretty much the same way I am now. Where any superhero content was coming out, I was trying to consume it. So uh, the good with the bad Iron Man game was not good. Yeah, that I was think like an a, open world uh, game would be rad, though. Yeah, I mean that the Just Cause team probably would have done potentially the best job, right? Like, did you guys ever play? Any, I mean, the, the Just Cause mm-hmm. Two was I so have. it was massive on the PC for a while, like because of the mod community for that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the open worldness of that. So I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a, a a version of that game you can kind of play a little bit of you know out there with an Iron Man mod. Um, I'm, I would almost bet money on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I to me, I feel like Disney pulls the plug on so much stuff. Like you you eventually hear about it later. Like I feel like. There's probably 30 games that are being talked about or in development now that we'll just never see the light of day because Disney's going to cancel it, you know, before it actually sees uh, right. sees the light of day. Yeah, I was interested to see what this would have been um, in the multiverse. I would have liked to have played this game, um, but that is not going to happen, boys. Uh, the game is was never created, but it's fun and interesting to see what could have been and you know also that that would have been like the era of like you know arkham arkham city or arkham not arkham knight what's the first one arkham that was arkham asylum asylum yeah Yeah, that was a little bit after that um yeah it would have been in that era so i'm surprised mm -hmm. that i'm actually surprised it didn't come out because that was like driving a lot of you know like all the games copying that you know trying to to capitalize off the combat system and you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm, I was surprised. So um, moving on from one big studio um, franchise to another, the Embracer Group, the company that Rob, you've never heard of. Nope. Forging all, they're trying to be, get every IP in existence and put them all together. The latest one that they just snapped up was Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit in a little buying spree that they had. Um, now, we've got the Lord of the Rings TV show uh, coming out on Amazon very shortly here, next week, it looks like. And uh, the, maybe the Lord of the Rings buzz might be might be hot, but there's a nice rundown of everything that Embracer owns. And I'll leave a link in our show notes. But just in case you wanted a quick taste 
they own the companies that make Little Nightmares, Goat Simulator, Destroy All Humans, Time Splitters, <laughs> Time Cop, Darksiders, Saints Row, Duke Nukem, Borderlands, Valheim, Killing Floor, Deus Ex, and Tomb Raider. And then they also bought Dark Horse Media, which is the parent company of Dark Horse Comics, which is the fourth largest comic book publisher and has things like Hellboy, Sin City, 300, Umbrella Academy. Um, so, and not, not only that, uh, Jeff, we were just talking about Settlers of Catan, uh, mm -hmm. a popular board game. They own that. So Embracer is out here trying to buy up everything. Uh, they're trying to Dang. be the next Disney. You guys so, want to yeah. uh, you guys want to go in with me and buy <laughs> yeah. Embracer? Yeah. <laughs> want to go in on this? Yeah. And then we'll own everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's think... not a bad strategy. Yeah, I think also Vector, uh, you know, running down the list, uh, The Verge has that article out mm -hmm. that uh, runs down a bunch of stuff. I think it's also important to note how they've got this money recently is a, you know, a large amount, a large investment from uh, the government of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which, oil mm, money, you know, baby. Let's just say shitty people. Put you know, that oil money government, you know, like. The views of uh, Sandbox Gamers <laughs> podcast are, do not represent <laughs> everybody the, yeah, behind the microphone. Just say it. The human rights over there. Just say it. You know. Oh my gosh. Well, out. I'll tell you what. Vactor listing off all the IPs that the Embracer Group owns sounds like he was listing off more dead franchises that should come Ooh. back. Ooh. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them Tomb back. Tomb Raider. You know. Deus Ex. Oh, man. Yeah. Dang, they could do another great Tomb Raider. I love that last trilogy. Mm -hmm. uh, something else I love is The Last of Us, and we got our mm -hmm. first glimpse of the TV show. Now, boys, did you look at this teaser? There was no posted? date on that, right? Yeah, it's still 2023, I think, is what yeah, it said. Right? They don't have a specific uh, date yet, but judging by this trailer, boys, we are in yeah. for something good. This did is... they put out more than just a second or a couple seconds? No, of it's just um, the. I want to say, if you go into this trailer that they released, it's the one minute and 49 second mark. Um, and it just says, coming next year, this new series, The Last of Us. Gotcha. Number one, it's got the Mandalorian in it and without <laughs> his <nice>. helmet on. <laughs> what? This is looking very oh, good, boys. Uh, I'm, I'm in on this one. I'm all in. The Even though it's just a couple Elle seconds. Was a lot younger than I thought she would the actress was she looked like a like a little tiny baby like a wee yeah, baby that is mm -hmm. a lot younger than the game um but the, this is the biggest compliment i can give it it made me think of the game it made me think of playing the game so i'm in on this one and, boy yeah and there's a lot of scenes in here like directly out of it like some people like you can see the scene where he's carrying his daughter from the beginning of the of the game you know like so you kind of know they're gonna probably go th that's probably our first episode right is them going through that whole process um and then they were showing some of the the scenes in the game of like even down to like the wallpaper on the back of the wall like they're ripping directly from the game so it, it, it seems like they're gonna you know kind of just at least in you know in some moments they're gonna pull straight from the game which is uh which will be cool to see yeah i'm very much looking forward to the last of us one of my favorite franchises and games in live action 
Top um, five. Top five franchises of all times. They're remaking Ooh. it for a second time. They're remastering. There was a remaster, and now they're remaking it, which they just sent me a thing. Hey, you can pre-order it now. The the remaster that you've already bought twice before. Now buy it yeah. again. Give us your money it. now. I probably will, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Um, now, speaking of video game adaptations, this is another running theme on the show. It's, what is it, boys? Cloud gaming? Um, there's other ones, too, but... I can't remember all of the running. Uh, you're forgetting the most show. important running theme of our entire show. DTF? How Jeff is DTF. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. Four. Four. Uh, but also live action video game adaptations. We've just been inundated with live action uh, adaptations. So we're going to be getting some more obscure ones. And we talked about Pac-Man on either last week's show or two weeks ago. But I think the success of Sonic has kind of opened the floodgates. It's there, you know, the the movie studios are like, all right, what's what are the kids like and what's gonna make some money? All right, these video right. games have made money, so make them all. Make a Minecraft movie, make a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, uh, make a Metal Gear Solid movie. Everything's a Solid franchise. Movie? Yeah. Three movies, <laughs> one billion each. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid is never become that movie will never release. Mark, mark my words. Uh, they just announced a, a Days Gone movie, which mm. I wanted to like that game, especially since the actor Sam Witwer is one of my favorite Star Wars actors. But I just couldn't get into it. And it was free on a bunch of places. But I never got past the first first 15 minutes of it. There's a, <laughs> there's a movie in the works with the star. Um, actually, Sam Witwer kind of trolled him on twitter they're like oh i guess you didn't guess you guys didn't have any other options huh like <laughs> sam whitworth is like a good great actor. and it's funny they won't even make a sequel to that game but yeah. they're like yeah make a movie Movie's remember good. do you guys remember the game comic zone and that's comics with an x comic the one on zone? snes um it was on genesis i think it oh. was i think they did have a um super nintendo but i was it always i always saw it on genesis and it was basically you're inside of a comic book. Well, they're making that into a movie, guys. They're making that into an adaptation. They're doing a space channel. Like shit. Well, <laughs> I think that might be actually good, but uh, they would have to put some comedy into it and make it funny and break the fourth wall. The, you know, the characters we all love and remember from comics. Yeah, zone. comic yeah. zone. <laughs> actually, the thing that got me excited was basically the guy was inside of a comic book. And he was able to manipulate like the panels and he was like, hey, I got a giant pen. Let me erase my um, the enemies mm -hmm. that I'm fighting right now. So I was <laughs> like, I drew cool. a wiener on that guy. <laughs> Why is your wiener out? <laughs> they can do that. Yeah, they can make it R-rated. Uh, but Space Channel 5 is getting an adaptation. Um, all of these things. This is not what happened after 1993's Super Mario Brothers. But I think Sonic has opened the gates boys the floodgates um so watch ben schwartz is gonna vo be voice characters in all of them you know it's funny yeah. i was just watching the league of super pets rob's most anticipated movie of course you were of course you were watching it <laughs> why does that not surprise me and i don't know what that is what the not, hell jeff is that, is that what if superman's kids? dog had to save the world and oh batman's God. dog and oh is this the thing the rock was the in? rock is superman and then dog. the rock shows oh up as shazam's God. dog 
and uh, Kevin Hart is back. The hierarchy the of the power of this PetSmart is going to change <laughs> forever. Yeah, that was the meme you sent me, Jeff, where the rock Oh, got uh, you. Jeff anyways. sends memes. He doesn't even get them. I get them, but I laugh. <laughs> Actually, you know, we'll be talking about movies, you know, maybe on a different show one day. Oh, my God. Maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but... He was Ben Schwartz was one of the voices in League of Super Pets. Surprise, surprise, Rob. This guy says, like, he says yes to every little thing. Along with <laughs> Thomas Middleditch, uh, they have a show on uh, Netflix, but they're like two hamsters next to each other. That's a meta reference, boys. Jesus. But something else <laughs> that is getting an adaptation is Gravity Rush, boys. Remember Gravity Rush? That no. great 2012 action adventure game no 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 i do um i thought it was an interesting concept because it was something where you tilt the it was on psp and you tilt it upside down and her whole world Ah, no wonder we never heard of it i've heard of it and i loved it so they're gonna be making that into a live action adaptation uh makes perfect sense yes the gimmick of the game turning your psp upside down (laughs) or not i'm sorry the Vita. It was the Vita. Oh, the Vita. Oh, that never mind. That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. I think you should check out some footage, Jeff, of Gravity Rush. He just yelled at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah come on, Jeff. <laughs> Rob just roasted you into the ground. Not me. No big deal. <laughs> Not me. No big deal. But I'm I'm the nicest one on this podcast. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something else Rob can roast is the PlayStation VR two. Dumb. Stupid. Coming in early 2023. Just kidding. Great Dude. and fantastic. Are you going to purchase the VR2, Rob? You had the VR1 as well as the Quest 1. And I two. am absolutely going to purchase the, the PlayStation VR2. I'm going to add oh, it yeah. to that pile of VR headsets that's on my back shelf right oh, over man. there. Let's just hope that this one is less cumbersome than the first PlayStation VR because that mm-hmm. was the thing that killed it for me. Jeff, did you ever own a v- PSVR? So, so there was a lot one. wrong with the PSVR. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I also remember having to set some up for people. And yeah, I was like, this is not great. Yeah. <laughs> like Once I set it up once, I was like, all right, I never want to take this out again. Yeah. Uh, this new one, it's supposed to, everything's supposed to be connected through a single USB-C cable. Um, Going to feature 4K resolution, run 90 or 120 hertz. Um, so hopefully it's going to yeah. be good. But there's going to be VR versions of No Man's Sky and Resident Evil Village as yeah. well. And like and that's, that's where a lot of this is going to be like, you know, because like so they're they're upgrading the Thunderbolt standards. And I only know this just because I do this. I have to look at the stuff for work. Like, you know, they need to like the bandwidth over that cable needs to like, you know, have enough for the video output. And you also want to like power the device. So like Thunderbolt, whatever they're on right now is like enough to do that. Like, so you can like charge and like get 4k output over like a single cable. So like, to me, it's almost like, you know, all the the tech and the headsets good, but like, that's the thing for me. Like if you can give me one cable, if I could take one USB-C cable, plug it into like, my graphics card on my PC or into the PS five. And then I can just one, one long cable and then I'm good. That would be like ideal. Yeah. I'm hoping this is way better than the first one. Cause I'm interested. This has the inside out tracking where there's cameras on the headset tracking your 
uh, motion tracking instead of you have to to hold balls up in front of the PlayStation camera right. like the mm-hmm. first one. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Have on eye tracking on the inside too. Ooh. Is there what is there exclusive like just off the top of your head? Like, I mean, maybe we could Google it, I guess, to like talk about specific. But what I don't even know, like what is coming to that? Well, that glad you asked, like, Jeff. Must needed. Horizon is getting another game. Okay, so doing a Horizon VR. thing. Okay. Yeah, they shown uh, uh, some footage on that. Have you ever heard of a little game called Half Life, Alex? Jeff. <laughs> well, that's not confirmed, but I bet <laughs> they're going to. Not. This would be the. It would be silly of them not to do it. I'm gonna yeah, have to that put be, that out. That would get me to buy one. If they did Alex on that, I'd be like, you know what? I'll just buy it. That would be the it. killer app. That's yeah. the the that's the top tier definition of how great VR games could be. And so I think it would be silly of Valve and PlayStation to skip that. Personally. So I'm making a prediction. I pro- I think I might have made this prediction on this podcast already, but Half-Life Alex on. PSVR 2. Yeah. And they seem, Valve seems to be committed to like pushing VR in general. Like, since, you know, they, you can hook up all the other headsets and, you know, they didn't mm-hmm. lock Alex down. So I, you know, I would assume that they are not holding that part back. You know, I'm assuming it'd be on Sony to, to bring them in. I'd yeah. assume. Yeah. There's, Sony said that there's going to be 20 major games at launch, including, Rob said, the Horizon game. I had, previously mentioned the no man's sky and resident evil village games there's one in the walking no man's Dead. sky doesn't count i think there's a lot of no man's sky fans out there no isn't there sky. another game by justin Roiland? Uh, uh i don't know if that's, that's gonna be on playstation uh vr but he was like all in on vr uh especially during the the pandemic yeah, maybe i'm great, getting though. it mixed up maybe it Tro- was on a VR trover game. actually might be like one of my favorite vr like my quest that i have like that might be like one of the, the best things i played on i that think yeah. I had it. justin roiland's one of those people that understands vr more than more so than uh, most of the, the people programming out there for vr like getting it from the standpoint of okay this is what makes it different rather than oh, i'm just going to port everything over it's just a completely different experience when you're immersed in the world and you kind of get lost inside of that versus, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just casually playing it on my couch. So that's going to be interesting to see what the PlayStation VR two has in store for us. Um, the steam mobile app got an update boys before, um, there was basically just kind of a store marketplace, the steam guard thing where you can kind of protect your, uh, two-factor authentication, all that stuff. But um, they have a beta of the new app on iOS and Android, so it isn't widely available just yet. But if you want to try it in beta, this is Jeff's wheelhouse right here. Oh, yeah. There's instructions on Valve's website on how to get this. So just the screenshots look kind of nice. The interface um, is interesting. So Valve beta testing the new app. So I want to tell everybody it, about that. It it was like wildly out of out of date like it is the like even i know i'm on the beta and i always download like the latest versions of the software and then eventually it breaks on me and i get mad or whatever but like uh this thing is like it was basically a dinosaur sitting on your phone i mean it, the interface was trash like you would go even their steam guard like the interface is all jacked up like it just looked like amateurish just because mm-hmm. i think it just had not been updated or messed with in such a long time um so yeah, they they needed that. And I'm I'm hoping 
uh, I need to look down the features of, of what they're putting in here, but I would also like something like, you know, uh, maybe don't make me do the code anymore to get that yeah. multi-factor. Let me just hit accept or approve on a, uh, you know, a notification. Right. Uh, I think Adobe and like Microsoft do that really well. And maybe some of the Google stuff, but, uh, those two things, I, I love that, especially like if I have to share an account with you, Vactor, like our Adobe account, you know, we'll just like, hey, log into my Photoshop or whatever. And it's like, OK, if I need you in and I want to keep that account secure, I don't have to do, uh, you know, much to protect it. I just hit a button and let you in, basically. Yeah, which is perfect. All right. So that's all of the news this week. Now let's get to the lightning round, which yeah. is just stuff that I wanted to mention, but we don't have to go into detail on it. Destiny 2 is now in Fortnite, Rob. Your two favorite games oh my God. are combined. Dragon and, Ball Z, no. And now Great. Destiny. Watch Jeff, out. What was the first thing you told me when I told you Destiny 2 was going to be in Fortnite? Oh, I was like, who gives a fuck about anybody from Destiny? <laughs> like, what, na- Name me one character. No one gives a shit. Um, Paul. <laughs> yeah exactly and also that game is built around like customization like i i like the character that i had like f- you know gotten basically lucked into so who the fuck are they gonna put in that you know that like seems relevant i i get there are people there there's people that care about the characters in there but i do not like at all yeah so that's already out on Fortnite right now death stranding is going to be coming to microsoft's pc game pass so um, good that's that is, interesting to me, considering it's a quote unquote exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe that was part of Kojima and the fallout of Metal Gear. That that Maybe. so so with the fall of Konami and Kojima, we get this, which is Kojima putting his games everywhere, and like this is you know he got to kind of do like with Metal Gear Solid Five, he got to put it out on PC like pretty close to release or whatever the same day. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is what he's always wanted to do is put all the games everywhere. And so Sony seems to be open-minded in letting him do that, which is nice. Oh, yeah. I haven't activated my PC Game Pass. What's the upper tier of Game Pass called? Ultimate? Is that what it yes. is? Yeah. yeah. Let me and so, Vector pay for that. So I have yes. that, but I've never tried any of the PC stuff. But I'm curious oh, it's if good. it's the, the director's cut or oh, if it's yeah. just Death Stranding. I think it's just the regular one. Probably, um, yeah. I don't yeah, know if nice. I have what it takes to play that game again. I loved that game, but I don't know if I have it in me to play it mm-hmm. again. But if it oh, was snap. if it was director's cut, I might be a little more inclined to try it. Also, as we're recording this, it is out now. So I was, uh, when this news story broke, it said August 23rd, which was yesterday as we record this. Yeah. So we all have to, yeah, there's a bunch of new stuff on Game Pass. We have to is download it, Look this. at it. Does it say director's cut? No, this just it? says regular. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Rob boos it. <laughs> but one of yeah. my favorite games, boo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a look at that. So yeah, Death Stranding is out now on Game Pass. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has a new developer. Oh great, maybe we'll actually get. Oh, it. which which Star Wars game were we getting in 2035? Uh, <laughs> They're gonna they one? gotta start from scratch. <laughs> which one? Yeah. Which they one gotta, is Disney cancel? This is different. This is a, a game that has already existed, not oh. the new stuff. GeForce now is uh, getting an upgrade on Chrome from uh, up to 1440p and 120 frames per second. So that's that cloud gaming future that we're all getting closer to, boys. Jetpack Joyride 2 is worth an Apple Arcade subscription on its own. Rob, 
I think you played Jetpack Joyride 1 when it it's, first came out. It's been a really long time. That was one of those games like Flappy Bird or mm -hmm, Angry Birds mm -hmm. where it was like everybody was playing it that I knew. And then everybody just stopped playing it. So Jetpack Joyride 2 is back. Remember they brought in the DeLorean and they had like different uh, cars and motorcycles you can get. Anyways, so vaguely. I downloaded it. I have not played it yet. Uh, anyway, I played that heads up game where you put the phone on top of your head. And the, oh, have the to... game that every uh, Zoomer is playing yeah. in, in line at Disneyland. Guess what? <laughs> It's coming to Netflix. Uh, that makes no God. sense. How's that even supposed to work? Okay, you guys put your backs to the TV. I'm going to do this. I uh, saw this on Ellen, okay? It's, it's going to be <laughs> hilarious. This is the Ellen version of the game. <laughs> the Game Awards has a date, December 8th. The new Yee. best YouTuber of all time, boys, is Masahiro Sakura. And mm. guess what? He is the guy who created Kirby and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's got a new YouTube channel. He's got channel. a YouTube channel? What's Talking he doing? About creating games. So, Does he still work at Nintendo? I don't know about that. Maybe you should check out his YouTube channel and he'll tell you. Mm. I'm pulling it up right now. Nintendo hate YouTube. <laughs> so it would be surprising me if he was uh, surprising if he did that. He's been Mashiro, Nintendo's... Mashiro Sakurai. He's been Nintendo's primary Super Smash Brother presenter for years. Um, Is Nintendo putting out these videos? It looks like the the layout and the format of the videos looks exactly like um, how they do their Nintendo Directs. Maybe mm. the editor yeah. is the same. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what he's all about, boys. We'll how long till out. he makes another Smash Brothers? <laughs> Leave it. that in the comments. Put that on every comment. Gotham Knights is going to be coming out a little bit sooner than expected. I know Jeff is really looking forward to Gotham Knights. So instead of October 25th, Jeff, now you'll have to wait until October 21st. So you only have to stay alive until October 21st, yeah. not 25th, Jeff. Yeah, don't let me die before yeah. I play this game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait. Me and Vector will uh will drag our monitors to your grave. Oh wait, yeah. sorry, Jeff. You gotta survive until November eighth because that's when Sonic Frontiers is coming out. <laughs> he got oh, you, Jeff. God. <laughs> yeah. DTF down <laughs> to play Sonic Frontiers. Frontiers. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. There you go. Uh, there's down to Frontier. Uh, new Tales from the Borderlands also coming out in October. So Jeff, stay alive until October. Borderlands sucks, yeah, but yeah. You also have to stay alive until September, Jeff, because your boy, Hideo Kojima, has a new podcast that is going to be exclusive to Spotify. Ooh. Um, Do you speak Japanese, Jeff? That's, that's what I was going to say. There's going to be so, two versions. He has, like, slipped up and, like, can speak English. Like, there's clips. <laughs> this is a conspiracy. This is how you know I'm a big Kojima guy. Listen to this. Um, there's this like conspiracy that like he can speak English. He just doesn't want to. So he's <laughs> Japanese and no, like has the translator, but they, but maybe and then like, you know, the more rash people like, well, maybe he just doesn't speak it well enough. So he's just kind of embarrassed. He doesn't want to like, you know, embarrass himself. So he just has a translator. So I wonder what the hell this is. Like if it, if it's a real like Han Solo Chewbacca situation where they're both <laughs> one's grunting and one speaking yeah. English, but they can have conversations. Yeah. So I'm like, like, who's going to be on this? I'm, I'm very interested in this, but like, 
If well, we I'm know Jeff Keeley's going to be on it. He said his his boy Jeff Keeley's going to be making it. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they're they're yeah. uh, you know they're docking friends. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's going to be in English and Japanese. The name of the podcast is Brain Structure. Uh, it comes out September eighth on Spotify. The only description that we have so far is. In this podcast, we take a deep dive into his brain and shed light on his creative process. So I'm going to be checking this out. I've already followed it on Spotify. That's how you subscribe on there. You follow people. So I'm following the Brain Structure Podcast by Hideo Kojima. That's it. That's the lightning round, and that's the news. (laughs) Thank you, Factor. Now let's shift gears into what we're playing this week. Uh, Ooh, what you playing this week? Tell us. Ooh, no. What you playing this week? Tell no. Us on the playlist. No. <laughs> that's a. That's just a. It's an inside joke, but also a shout out to the DLC podcast. All right. Mm. So, top of the list for the second week in a row, Spider-Man Ooh. Remastered. On the PC. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had more experience with this game this week. I shifted off of it from the Steam Deck and moved over to my ultra-wide Oh, yeah. Put everything on ultra-high settings. Yeah. And ultra-swang. And the ultra-wide. Let me tell you something, boys. It is looking Jeff W's kiss. That game looks fantastic. Hmm. on the pc and i even made some attempts to mod it jeff you know they got all sorts of suits they got like the the spider-man final swing suit yes from no way home i've i've been there was a mod i saw i'm trying to remember what character it was a goofy character though uh like i've seen people swinging around as like the kingpin (laughs) yeah and stan lee and Aunt May. That's who it was. Yeah, it was Stanley. Yeah, that, that's that's the mod I <laughs> the saw. The goofiest of them all. Yeah, Stanley. But I'll tell you what, I had no success actually modding the game. It is not as easy as huh. uh, we play or we okay. mod it. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. So I looked. I essentially looked it up. So they have the final suit, and you download it from. Uh, oh gosh, I forget the website. Nexus. 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 Mods, probably. Yeah. yeah. And so they had a, a Spider-Man mod installer also that you had to download mm-hmm. and then use that to you essentially download the the file and blah 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 you yeah. use the installer swap some stuff in out yeah, yeah swap some stuff out but it did it never worked it always said it did its job huh. but it never worked when i pulled up the game yeah so i'll probably I, need to download it from because me and vector share the library so i, I got it they need so to I standardize the modding it. stuff because on sifu I'm trying to get Daredevil. I'm trying to get Bruce right. Lee. I'm trying to get all these guys on on Sifu. And it's like, yeah, jump through all these hoops. Yeah. You need just to simplify. Hey, just press the button and we got it. Yeah, and Nexus, Nexus Mod tries to do that. They have their own like launcher and all that stuff. And it's it's like pretty decent. You can get it to work for a lot of games. But like, yeah, there are some, especially like new games or things that are like through the Windows store, which are like not traditional executables on your PC. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're these like weird windows apps. Uh, they don't do the same. Like it, it takes, it's a little more complicated to make things happen. Or in some cases, I know some of the windows, uh, some of the Xbox games that are through only through windows, like apps 
uh, are like nearly impossible to mod just because of the, the setup of it or people just don't want to spend enough time if it's not like a, a popular enough game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I had no no luck with it. I also checked Wii Mod just out of curiosity. Like, uh-huh. is it on here? But it's not. It's all like uh, unlimited experience. Yeah. And you yeah. punch people through the through the city <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's all the same <laughs> options as Elden Ring. But yeah. those none of those options seem uh, none of them are tantalizing because i've beat spider-man this isn't a game where you need mods to enjoy yourself like elden ring maybe yeah uh so i'm not playing it with uh with the wii mod but i just wanted to report that a i cannot figure out how to mod this game (laughs) (laughs) and b uh i'm loving the game still it's fantastic even mm. even vanilla Spider-Man remastered is is better than most games, so I'm yeah. going to put and that it, out there. And I assume it's it's running pretty well. For you. I know the oh, yeah. deck was a little rough, but I assume all of, all reports I've seen have been this. It had a really hiccup good. at the at the very very beginning. Like my computer was like, "What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You you run? I know I know I'm made for this stuff, but I've never actually done it. Right. But <laughs> then then it caught up with itself and it was running smooth Dude. like. But do they have a new game yeah. plus mode in that vector? Is there one? Yeah. I think there is. Yeah. I think what I would probably do is, is I'd probably just go grab somebody's save off the internet, put that in there. And then I would maybe do like a new game plus run. Like give me all the equipment, give me all the unlocks. And then let me yeah. run through the story with, with like all the gear that to make it a little bit more fun, maybe a little more difficult to, you might you be know. able to do that on Wii mod. So I, I think, I think that's, that's probably how I will experience that game. I, I'm I, I don't have right interest now. in starting like fresh necessarily, but uh, yeah. I would like to run through it. I think that's like that. And I always talk about it. I always talk about that game and the division have like the best New York maps I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. they just look fantastic. And just, so just flying around that city is like really fun. Yeah. They do not have it on Wii Mod. It's all just boring mm. stuff like edit crime <laughs> tokens. Yeah, you know it's funny tokens. Like like Wii Mod, you, you know, it's perfect for like Elden Ring where you're like, hey, I just need a boost in this, or like, hey, I just kind of want to not die in this game for a minute. Uh, whereas, yeah, with Spider Man, it's like it's even probably on the harder difficulties is is pretty I mean, easy. I overall. guess you could use it to unlock all the suits if you didn't want to do the base oh, challenges. You could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like, yeah, you can like, I don't edit wanna... the tokens. Yeah, to have all the tokens to, you need. Yeah, I don't want to have to like, you know, unlock the comic book suit or whatever or the animated suit, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I still probably won't do this. So I'll probably <laughs> forget about this as soon as the podcast's over, as I'm want to do. Um, it says Roller Dome on the list here. Roller Drome. Oh, Roller Drome. Excuse me. So this was a third-person action shooter that mm-hmm. came out this week. You can. Play a one-hour demo if you get that PlayStation Plus or whatever, the, the the bigger tier of the PlayStation. I think we all have that now. Yeah. Um, so I just downloaded the trial, and that was good enough for me, boys. This game has some very wonky controls. It's trying to be Call of Duty and Tony Hawk, and you're in a roller derby you're skating around, trying to do tricks, grind on rails, but then also shoot people. And you're trying to do tricks to get ammunition for your guns. So you're trying to manage your ammunition and your life and your health. I did not have a good time, boys. Um, the art style is is good. Um, 
Everything I really is, like the art style of this game. The the concept is really cool. I like um it's set in the the future 2030 and these these roller derbies with uh murder. But it's just the controls for me. It's just um that was and while I was playing the tutorial, I was like, "Dang, I don't even want to play the full game mm-hmm. because the tutorial it just it was too much. Like they need to focus on one thing rather than trying to combine all these things." So I will not be purchasing. It's on sale right now. If you want to check it out on Steam, it's $19. And it's also on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. But Roller Drome, I did not have a great time. Yeah. With. When I when I saw the title, I could think it was that crappy LO. You know, LO Cool J was in that movie back in like oh, early yeah. 2000s. Right. That was, was when we were roller at derby. Hollywood Video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forgot yeah. about that. It was Roller something, right? Yeah. Roller, roller Ball, Roller... Something. I think it was might have been a rollerball. Yeah, rollerball. Roller Two thousand and two yeah. movie. Ugh, he's got it on his shelf back there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go pull that out of the closet, Vector. Pull that out with your King Kai jacket. Yeah. yeah. I think we know what to get Jeff for Christmas. Rob. <laughs> make it. Uh, make a note. Hey, <laughs> Put it in the Discord. I, it. I am known so we don't <laughs> throw away a gift on camera. You know what I mean. So if you want to see something, uh, we're not doing trash. that. <laughs> we're not doing that on this spot. <laughs> forget it then that's the whole reason i even said yes to this <laughs> all right uh so i bought two new video games this week well they're not new games they're actually very old new to video us. games that not even new to you pro- well maybe new. Oh. i would venture to say that they might be new to jeff okay. uh but not new to me in vector i bought um two games a little game called super mario land and super mario land 2 on the mm. Game Boy. Mm. Oh. A Super Mario RPG? No, no, no. These are uh, old school original Game Boy games. Uh, mm. It's tough to see. I do have a stack of Game Boy games yes. right there. Uh, I can't see it for the, list, the listeners, but I've got a lot of old video games on my shelves back there. Mm. Uh, now, why did I buy these games? Well, that's yeah. a, a, a great question because I made a mistake. I would have bought them anyway. But I made a mistake because I made another purchase this week, boys. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Um, oh, I, yeah. It's an oh, yeah. I purchased a little thing, and I'm sure you've heard of it, called the Analog Pocket. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Okay. Well, no, I don't got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I did <laughs> purchase it. Um, I've had my eye on the Analog Pocket for quite some time. You guys, because I've got this stack of Game Boy games and they're good games and I like them. Uh, but for, for anybody out there who doesn't know, it's a, it's a modern machine that essentially is a new Game Boy with a, a brand new uh, LED screen. Same controller layout as a Game Boy, but it has four buttons instead of two. But the the kicker is that it can do Game Boy games, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Game Gear. um, and there are adapters for like your Neo Geo Pocket um, and other things as well, which I didn't order. You know, like your Atari Lynx, Link, is it Linux? No, it's not Linux. It's Lynx. Yeah. Atari Lynx. Um, and the the software is open now on the Analog Pocket where you can uh, put your ROMs on your SD cards and then update the software to have it be like a Pocket emulator, which is really neat. So I've had my eye on this thing for quite some time and I would always check the website 
because I wanted one, obviously. And it, it would always say under the purchase button, it would always say pre-order, 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 pre-order. I'm like, oh, okay. So this, this is not readily available yet. And I had right. never bought one from Mercari, but I always check Mercari and people are selling it for like $900 Dang. when Dang, it's a $200 really? machine. Jeez. So no, not doing that. Um, but on a whim the other day, I, but the, the, it fired off in the back of my brain and it said, check the analog pocket, see if it's ready. And I looked at the website and I, under analog pocket black, it says add to cart instead Ooh. of pre-order on the button. And I was yeah. like, Ooh, wee. And I scrunched, I broke the piggy bank, got a hammer, broke it. And then I broke my son's piggy bank, scooped nice. up all his money. And I, and I bought this <laughs> and then I got the email says thank you for buying this uh we'll see you in 2023 when this is available <laughs> they moved it they tr- they changed the name on the button and then i went back to the website and now it says under under where it says add to cart it says in little letters fulfillment group c 2023 oh, so i geez. didn't notice that when i when i went to buy it because it always said it on the button instead of saying add to cart it said pre-order and so mm. they changed the text and my lizard brain was like, it's ready. <laughs> and I bought it. Damn. So I bought I bought these Game Boy games at the same time because I was uh-huh. like, I'm going to play Super Mario Land 2 because I've never actually played that game. And I love Super Mario Land 1. It's just one of my favorite Game Boy games and I don't have it. So I was I was all ready, boys, to be like, guess what I got? And I, <laughs> and I played Super Mario, but you're not gonna hear me say that. I'm not gonna utter that word and that cadence and that tone of voice again until 2023 sometime. Dang. Well, it's gonna be a big year for Rob and games in 2023. We got a million a games delayed. We got Rob getting his pocket. There's a lot to look forward to. It's gonna be a good year, 2023. I'll gotta go stay alive till then. Right, we're only five months out. You it's know. gonna be good. Dang. Fingers crossed. If they release all the delayed games at once, January first, right? Yeah, that would be fantastic. Get on it, developers. So that's my story about my uh, my fail this week. Yeah, and and analogs all of their stuff because they do. They have the other like everything. First off, everything there is on there is pretty expensive pretty expensive for what it kind of is you know because you could buy like kind of hobbled together versions of these off like ebay um and stuff like that like you can buy like a, like yeah. a game boy modded uh it just doesn't have all the features that analog does yeah but, there's uh, an analog pocket i searched analog pocket and yeah. the first ebay thing says analog pocket handheld system black pre-order mm-hmm. 999 dollars <laughs> like that's how people are trying to get away with <laughs> meanwhile who knows when this pre-order is available Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually says last updated December 14, 2021. Dang, so wow. no, nobody buy this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can, you can just get a bad pre-order like me. Yeah. Just, yeah. Save you. You might as well just save the money. I'm surprised or I'm not surprised nobody's done this. Cause that's a stupid price mm-hmm. for a, for, to scoop up somebody else's pre-order. That is dumb. Just buy a Game Boy color on Macari until it comes. That's, no, 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 no. I want this. What I want. <laughs> And this is what I will be playing at. It's the same situation as my Switch OLED sitting in the box over there. Yeah. 
It's not opening up until Breath of the Wild you, 2 comes out. You you could, you know, not not that you should spend the money, but there are people do do, you know, LED screen swaps on Game Boy colors. Yeah. Look pretty, pretty, but oh yeah. There's a there's a video game store um not too far from here that does that. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah. I've considered it. Um, but it's the features of this system that I really want. Like I yeah. want to be able to play all the handheld games on it and get just download the ROMs and <laughs> stick it in there like that's yeah. that's what i'm about yeah but uh yeah analog all their stuff's like hard to get everything's limited like if you go in there and look at all their stuff it's all out of stock they don't sell it for very long so yeah it all it all gets eaten up and i think i'm you know obviously i'll wait a little bit longer but i would also like to grab one of those too just to uh just to have it because then all your mobile games can be there and i'm sure like you said like i think this only technically supports you know cartridges like legit cartridges but obviously you can buy you can buy cartridges that you can load up with all kinds of games. No gravity buy. rush on the Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, it's the software. <laughs> they they just opened it up for software modding. Oh, did they? Okay. So yeah. And that's what and that's what makes it run as an emulator. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be uh that'll be interesting when you get it, Rob. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> we'll see if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna forget about it, and then it's gonna be like a little present that comes, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, past Rob was looking after future Rob. Mm. Good job, buddy." Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, so I guess we'll talk about. So I've been playing more Raft, which is a game that's been out for a long time, but you know, came out of early access, and uh, it's been me and a couple of buddies playing it. And God, this game is like, you know, I think if. It's one of those games, Vector, where I'm like, I mean, I know me and you would have fun if we had like, or, you know, all of us, if we were all in a game, we would have fun, really. Uh, but we'd probably need like a good, like, full party, like, you know, four people, maybe five people. Because um, we're playing it pretty much as a group of two or three right now uh, with a couple of my buddies. And this game, I think it has one of maybe like the longest lead up, like the first three hours of that game, you're going to be just so annoyed playing because it's so slow you don't have any features you're dying every you know 15 minutes or something like that and having to respawn into the world uh and uh yeah it is uh pretty uh pretty brutal to start but um now we pretty much have like a gigantic ship going uh it's fun there's like missions they added like all these missions where you have to like build this radio tower you got to go scrounge in the coral and get a bunch of you know scrap and all that stuff um and it's uh it's becoming pretty fun uh i think you know if i would almost like to mod the game and have you guys join me and just kind of see just kind of see the potential of that game it's uh it's actually pretty solid uh i would say once you once you get going once you get like a motor on the boat uh don't want to, you know, no motorboat jokes here. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> once you once you get going and once you're, you know, you're actually like not fighting for resources and not struggling to obtain them, you, you kind of got all the systems set up. It's, uh, I'd say, it's probably one of the better like survival crafting games I've actually played. I think it's, uh, it's kind of what I, you know, CFD is obviously pretty great too. But this is, this is something I think. Uh, I would have I would have loved to see like a triple A studio do this, you know. Uh they, they, this could have been like a massive. I mean it's already big right now kind of, but and it's you know massive on Twitch or was at a time, but uh yeah, it's uh it's uh, I'd be surprised if we didn't see, you know, maybe some developer tackle this and just steal this idea at some point. Well, if you uh, teach me how to actually mod, 
because that's Ooh. what we've learned. I'm that'll terrible be, at it. That'll be a lesson. We'll make a video out of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a modding tutorial on the the yeah. Sandbox Gamers YouTube page starring Jeff. How to how to mod for dummies. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get four hours of content of us just figuring it out, and then we'll cut it down to one. Put like a Jeff know, skin like in Spider-Man. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this week's episode of the Sandbox Gamers. Don't turn off the podcast yet. I have things to tell you. This is important. Now, uh, loyal listeners will know that at this time, I usually spend the time hyping up the Geek So To Speak podcast network and its network of shows. Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) That shit's dead. (laughs) Geek So To Speak is no more. It's what I'm saying. And we are all dancing on its grave, disrespecting the corpse of geek, so to speak. But hey, Rob, Rob, you're like peeing on the grave right now. I think <laughs> yep. I sure am. I sure am, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the wake of geek, so to speak, death, there are still podcasts that we're calling the, the geek, so to speak, or excuse me, the sandbox gamers network of friends, because there are podcasts uh, where one, two, three, or only one of us are involved in that are not this. Uh, the first one I got to tell you about real fast is Comic Book Kaiju. The Comic Book Kaiju starring our own Vactor and his rotating uh, a panel of guests, including myself. I've been on there. Uh, Th- Thomas Healy of Spawn. Ooh. Ever heard of Spawn? I know you have, and he's been on it. And amongst other people, and the latest episode uh, is diving into the first episode of She-Hulk. Uh, when did that episode come out? That was just, um, when was that, Factor? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh. It's fresh for your ears. And you're going to want to watch She-Hulk. You're going to want to keep up with it because the comic book Kaiju is going to be keeping up with it. So keep your ears peeled for that. Available everywhere you get your podcasts. Link in the show notes probably, maybe. I don't know. Trechnological, a Star Trek shakedown starring Vactor and uh, Shoff from Geek, so to speak, fame, also dancing on the grave. Uh, he, he actually just finished putting the dirt in. <laughs> and now we're both dancing on the grave. Um, it was your weekly Star Trek podcast. Uh, Rant to the Future, surprise, surprise, starring Vactor and one Justin Joffrey, where they're ranting about whatever they're mad about any given week and then what is this i'm not familiar with this one at the bottom of this list factor kick out kaiju yes factors wrestling podcast yes this is a new podcast that i'm doing with marcus seabury and chris eaton talking all about professional wrestling and what we do each week boys we pick a match Mm -hmm. let's just say Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Okay. And we commentate as if we are Rob, the commentators. Rob, those are wrestlers. <laughs> you know, those are wrestlers. He, Rob wrestlers. has seen The Princess Bride and Suburban Commando. <laughs> Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. So, do you know much about Doink the Clown? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you so. Know, Rob doesn't know about Thunder Lips. We're having different guests on that show as well. And having the guests pick the match that they want to talk about so if rob ever wants to we can have him commentate on a doink the clown match and tell us 
why he loves Doink so much. <laughs> Doink is the the wrestler that really sticks out from my childhood. <laughs> and Dink, don't forget Dink. We're gonna have uh, actually Shaw said he wants to come on and do a DDP match. Uh, Jeff, is there is there a match that you'd like to come on and talk about? Hmm. You know, if you haven't done it, I would maybe like to do like the introduction of Kane Ooh. potentially. Yeah, that's like a a pretty legendary like time. Yeah. In that, in so that what we do, space. we talk about our experiences at that time, like, you know, oh, okay, I was in middle school at this time, or I was in college at this time. And then we talk about what was going on in the storyline of wrestling of, oh, okay, well, see, so he slept with this guy's dead wife, right? And then when he brought the corpse out, <laughs> he, he put makeup on it and married the corpse. Like, yeah. so we talk about everything that's happening in the storylines. Uh, and we're having a whole lot of fun. Uh, that's the kick out kaiju and has that premiered already yes we have done three or f no we've done four episodes so far Ooh all right four episodes so far and this wasn't on last week's uh copy well originally if you recall we were only doing the geek so to speak network shows that's why i never included that's right on see it's <laughs> geeks it's dead and i've already forgotten about it <laughs> that's uh, that's how we do here so check out all those shows comic book kaiju technological rant to the future and comic book kaiju and maybe just maybe there was an easter egg in this episode about a fifth factor podcast <laughs> yeah that's right i'm not even gonna say anything else there was yeah. one uh jeff knows what i'm talking about Oh, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you check the show notes of this particular podcast episode, you'll see a link tree for it slash sandbox gamers or the sandbox gamers. That'll have all the links to all our social medias, including our YouTube page, where you can watch me currently uh, struggle my way through Stray, Stray. on the Ooh, PS5. Yeah. Don't forget to rate subscribe review do all the things tell your friends to word of mouth is everything these days and last but not least gg everybody gg do you 